Well, good afternoon. I'm Rick Dancer. Welcome to this little brief kind of tease ahead. I wanted to let you know tonight at uh, five o'clock, we're going to be introducing you to the owners of the uh, tavern on Main Street in downtown Springfield. New restaurant. Uh, we've got a new client who's going to help us out with that show. Um, there we go. I'm, I'm also checking some things out here on Facebook to see how they work and kind of what's going on with them. Um, so anyway, that's tonight at five o'clock. We will be in downtown Springfield. And so what we're going to do is um, we have a new client, uh, Derek Roser. He's a realtor here in town. And he's going to give away two $100 gift cards to that restaurant. Um, so we'll tell you when you watch the show what it is you have to do to try to get those two $100 gift cards. So, but we're also going to talk to um, the owners, Andrew and Jeff, and they can tell you kind of what they're doing over there in Springfield, what their vision is. I think when you walk in the building, you'll see the vision. Uh, you'll understand exactly what they're doing. Um, it's going to change downtown Springfield. And then um, David Lovell is a friend of mine. He owns the building that that's in. And a lot of those buildings in downtown, he, he and a, a business partner and his wife, they own those buildings. They just bought the sewing center down the street. So he's going to walk us down the street, kind of let us know what's going on at the sewing center as well, what their plans are for that building, which you will be pretty excited. So yesterday, today is the one year. Um, I didn't remember this until my friend Sean Litson uh, put it on his Facebook page. It was a year ago today that I broke my wrist. Uh, just, just snapped that sucker. It was a Friday. It must've been, it, it had to, it was a Friday. So it had to be a year ago, Saturday. And uh, since I broke my wrist, and that's kind of funny because um, somebody asked me the other day, because um, it's it kind of sometimes, you know, it's kind of a pain and it's a bothersome. And they said, you know, if but we had such a good day, my wife and I had and Sean, we had so much fun. We got lost several times, went into places there were no people um, up to this place. I've wanted to go for over a decade called Mount Nebo. Um, just out at the McKinsey River. And now it's all burned because of the fire. We can see it from our house and all the trees got burned off. So we got to see it before that all happened, which is pretty cool. So, uh, but yeah, we came down and then the accident happened. And, you know, it's been, <laughs> it's been a lot uh, getting through that. But um, I'll tell you what, I would never do it again. Do it. I would never do it differently. I'd do it again in a heartbeat. Even if I knew I was going to break my wrist, uh, to know I was going to get to experience that and have a day like that, I, I'd totally do it again. Um, the other thing, I, I titled this Positivity at Works. Um, my wife and I went to uh, um, up to Belknap Hot Springs and just took our chairs, little lawn chairs, and took a book, went up there, and we read. And she was reading this book, and it's on your emotions. And um, the book was talking about how, how, how negative we focus on so much negativity in our culture. And it's, it's what that does is it brings out the, um, the bad, not bad, but they're, they're hormones that you don't want to deal with all the time. They're, they're flight and fright, uh, hormones that are coming in. And so they, they get you on that. So if you live like that for a year, like we have been, it's no wonder people are so cranky on here. Um, it's because we've been in stress and anxiety <clears throat> for over a year. And I wonder why people in the medical field don't look at that. And, and balance that in there too, because you're taking a whole culture of people and you're, you're driving them nuts. And it was talking about how you really have to work to keep your stress level down, to keep your anxiety down. And it happens when you're 
concentrating on positive things. And um, one of the things that uh, I was listening to a podcast the other day, and one of the things they were talking about was that um, you go into a job review, <laughs> you know, and and you you're listening to the, uh, the your, your boss uh, tell you all the good things you do, and he tells you one bad thing, and you walk out of that job review, and that one bad thing is all you remember. So I think that's what happens in the media is it's so easy to focus on the bad and there's so much bad right now. Just every every other sentence is something horrible. And, you know, when you when you just listen to that day in and day out, um, Cindy says one thing that we need to stop the fear language that has been pushed so hard by media and some politicians. Cindy, I, Cinda, Cinda, I'm sorry. I totally agree with you is you you have to resist that. And, and I, I hear myself saying things that it's, it's just reiterating what they're pushing and what they're talking about. And this isn't anti that or anti this. It's just saying at some point we have to start taking charge of our own positivity and thinking, um, you know, with our own brain. And, and I, I was listening to Joe Rogan this morning and he was talking about the lack of critical thinking in our culture. <laughs> and I had to laugh because I thought, oh my gosh, you think? Um, it's, it, 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 and I think being positive is a conscious choice. And I'm not saying I always do it. And that doesn't mean you don't bring up problems. I think that's one thing that people, one of the things that drives me crazy right now is you say one little thing and then people have to try to call you on everything in your life. Um, Rogan was also talking this morning about, you know, how everybody's cancel culturing everybody. And, um, you know, because George Washington wasn't perfect and Jefferson wasn't perfect and uh, nobody's perfect. And we are we're setting up a standard that is unreachable. So what are you going to do? Pull down every statue and every name on every building um, because people were imperfect. And um, that's why, I, you know. Somebody asked me one time, do you want your name on a building? I said, no, <laughs> never, never, never. I have a friend, I'm doing a video for a gentleman. He passed away, um, old timer, Erman Justina. And I guess he told the U of O wanted to put his name on a building. And he said, that's just an expensive tombstone. <laughs> he said, I'd rather spend my money on the living than on me after I'm dead. And I think that makes so much sense. You know what I mean? Uh, people that want, um, I, I, and I think that's what's been really tough for me personally um, about this whole reaction to COVID thing is um, I, already, I already did the dying thing, you know? I already went through cancer, went through the treatment, had to wrap my head around all that shit and come out the other side where it's, um, you know, I don't care what kind of cancer you have, but then when the doctor tells you you have cancer, then you, you know, you think you're going to die from it and, and you still may, um, you know, there's chance that it'll come back, but I already dealt with that part. So then to be thrown back into that and not, not everybody's going to respond that way, but I'm not going back there. I already did that. I'm not going to go back and relive uh, the feeling that I'm going to die. And um, I guess that's why this has been so um, I just have you learned stuff about yourself? I've learned so much about 
who I am. I, I mean, I, I could sit here and talk about the blessings of COVID reaction. Uh, it, you know, there's a difference for me between COVID and the reaction to COVID. COVID is a virus. It's going to do what it's going to do. Then there's the cultural reaction and political reaction and media reaction to COVID. And that's how we try to handle it. And those are two different things for me, um, two very different things. Uh, for fear sells more, exactly. Well, and, and, and it, um, I, I quit watching the news. My husband died. I was not allowed in the hospital. He had a heart attack, not COVID. Jeanette, what did they put on his birth, on his death certificate? Can you tell me if, if that's not too personal? Um, did, he, did, he, did he have COVID in his system? Did they list it as a COVID death? Um, hey, Rick, I am having a great Monday. Um, again, for those that just came on, we're going to be tonight at five at the Tavern on Main Street, a new restaurant in downtown Springfield. And we're going to be giving away some gift cards. So you want to watch. And we're going to talk to the owners to find out what's going on, some new things going on in downtown Springfield. But um, yeah, I, I just, I think you have to be, I, I feel like people are kind of moving on, kind of getting out of it. Um, there have been a lot of high horses being ridden these days. <laughs> <laughs> we need to take responsibility for ourselves and not judge others. It's not our place. Oh, Savannah, I love you. High horses ridden today. I may have to, I may have to, I was walking around the grocery store the other day and my mask, I guess, slid down and this lady walks by and I know her. I mean, I know her, you know, pretty well enough to say hi and stop and talk, but she walked by me and she just goes, nose. <laughs> And I'm going, I'm a 61 year old man. I don't need you to tell me my nose is hanging out of my mask. Heart failure. I just wanted to make it clear. So did they write COVID on the death certificate at all? It was just heart failure. I mean, I don't mean to like just heart failure. So cool and yummy. Yeah, Danielle, it's beautiful. And we're going to give away $200 gift cards. Um, being been trying to focus on positive that has come out of this all. So that that's kind of me too. Um, People are easily influenced. I think we like to be told what to do. Oh, something I did want to tell you guys too, is there's a, here in Eugene Springfield, there are school board positions open and I'm getting people calling me because they don't know who to vote for. There are some places, I have a friend named Mark Molina, M-O-L-I-N-A. He's been doing interviews with some of the candidates. So there's a place you can go and find out who they are. Don't just write the prettiest name down. Go see who these people are. Also, um, Spent the Rent is Patrick Stutz and he's a friend of mine. Or, from the past. Um, he has uh, some interviews with some of the candidates and also City Club of Eugene on their page. They have some of those candidates for both school boards on theirs. And so don't just listen to what they say, but listen to what they don't say. Listen to what they know. Um, listen to the information they're giving and if it really can be done, because it's super important. Um, what, what I'm learning from all of this, one of the, one of the other things I'm learning from all of this is it really matters not always who's your governor, it matters who's your school board member and who's your city councilor and who's your mayor and who's your legislator. So we need to take a more active role in that. And this is one way you can do that. Um, I voted. I even on one of the candidates, I knew three of them. I had I knew kind of what I wanted to do, but I called a friend of mine who's really involved in politics and said, give me your hit on these three people and I'll make my decision. And that's what I did. I'm in Salem at the moment. The amount of homelessness is unreal. COVID isn't the problem. We have a lot of homelessness in Eugene and Springfield. Well, not as much in Springfield, but a lot of that going on here too. They list it as COVID so they can get the money. 
Um, vote for the person that has logical and rational thinking ability. Um, yeah, because and the reason I ask you that was that Jeanette. Yeah, Jeanette is because um, someone I know works in the hospital says our first case of death of COVID was actually a heart attack. And then they found out after he died that he had COVID and was listed as our first COVID death, which I think is a little disingenuous. But, um, you know, I'm thinking the isolation result from COVID has certainly made me appreciate life more. Good, Chris, and find ways of doing things. Also made me look more at the people treat each other and hope I've gained and grown from it. I think I became less negative. You know, you know, I, um, Chris, and thank you. I appreciate that. I have four candidates interviewed on my Broken Class podcast too. Okay, that's Thomas. And if you guys see his name, so four of the candidates are on his Broken Class podcast that he interviewed. Did you hear Darren Harbick is running for governor? I've known him my whole life. I saw him yesterday at his store and wished him well and said, good luck. You're in for the ride of your life. <laughs> Here's the bottom line. <clears throat> and this, this and this is not meant to be negative. Um, politics, that big, all about the money. You're going to have to have $2 million to win that thing, at least. And it's going to be probably higher. Um, it's not about how great you are, unfortunately. It's about how much money you can raise. Because you got to get the word out. And that's what people are doing. Um, voting in Eastern Oregon. No, they did not. But my mom, who was 99 at the nursing home, died of COVID. They said we were not allowed to see her. It was awful. I don't think she died of COVID. She was just worn out. Yeah, I think there's a lot of people like that. COVID exposed a weakness in our society. We need to let back the basics, say hi to people. I totally agree, Rick. Is and, and, and then and I think we can look at that as a positive is maybe we were going down a road that was just not getting us anywhere. You know, maybe we were just going, you know, it was all about how much we make and money and and busy, busy, busy. And now we've been, you know, kind of forced to find things. And when you're shoved out of a relationship with people for so long, I think it's it really is enticing. Um, I um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm I think I'm trying harder, you know. How do we learn about what people stands for if we didn't get any info on any people on the ballot? I live in Cottage Grove. I know, Kristen, I don't. They didn't send out a voter's pamphlet, did, I don't think, on this. Um, and that's it's hard. That's what I mean is to go listen to some of these podcasts and find some of these people. Due to COVID and youth mental health crisis is through the roof. Um, yeah, and suicides are on the rise and that's fear and death selling from the governor. Thank you for challenging all the lies rocket. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, I think the other thing I've learned is that, um, people will choose to read you wrong, no matter what. Um, I'll tell you a funny story. Somebody wrote on a page and it came up and, um, and it said, um, Oh, Rick Dancer is an asshole. I hate that guy. He's so stupid. And he's just, he just thinks he's so cool and blah, blah, blah. So I went on and I wrote, oh my God, you don't even know half of it. I live with the guy. I sleep with him every night. He's a pain in the ass. He's, he's arrogant. He's snotty. I said, the only reason I stay around him is because he's super good looking and got good hair. Nobody else on the page commented again. It just shut it down. <laughs> Harry Sanger is, I think, aren't you running, Harry? I think you're running 
for 4J School Board because I think you're the one who wrote me today and asked if I could get you on. My problem, Harry, with getting everybody on is I don't have enough space right now to get everybody on. And to get them on before that day would be really hard. I'm going to have to plan better next time. Sad to see COVID to make me realize, Rick Glenn. Um, my friend died of COVID December 19th. I thought that it was wrong for her to die alone without her family. Yeah. The only candidate who's been calling to open schools for in-person learning for months. Um, yes, people are so selfish. God has a plan. Yeah, but you know what though? Okay, so Danielle, people are kind of self, but, but we don't have, we're not, right? I mean, we don't have to be. I don't think we have to fall for that. Um, okay, there's more candidate information. Best therapy is getting outdoors. I only stayed home for two weeks, pause, been unmasked and out ever since. My hubby has to wear one to work, but it's a fake mesh mask. Um, I wear them where I think that they're necessary um, for other people. I do not wear them outside um, because I'm not in a crowd of people. I walk back and forth in my car and I don't wear a mask and that makes some people really angry. Um, but at some point you can only do so much. And, and you know, and I, I think what I'm realizing is I'm going to make people angry anyway, and I'm not trying. Um, but Pastor Aaron from Crossfire was in the hospital with COVID for 35 days and he survived. Um, responded to my offer to public record chat, sir. You still have it after you hit me up after midnight asking for it. Um, so I, I, you know, I guess that's the, uh, you guys, Harry and Thomas, you guys might want to have the rest of that conversation to yourself. <laughs> Let's don't get too, uh, too, too crazy here. Um, yeah. So, so anyway, I, I just think that, you know, when, when I'm looking at how my body works, um, what's going to be, you know, you can wash your hands and, and wear your mask and socially distance, but I think there's other things we should be talking about that are, that are preventative are immune building for the rest of our lives. I'm not just doing this for COVID. I'd live my life for the rest of my life. When I got cancer, then I cut out a bunch of stuff. So I do not get fat. I watch what I eat. I mean, to a degree, I understand what I'm eating. Cut a lot of things out of my diet. Um, and um, I like I just got back from a walk. I talked to a doctor on my show a while back and he said, you know, you need 20 minutes of sunshine every day and vitamin D. So I supplement with vitamin D and then I try to get out of my office and that's for my brain and everything, you know, so I go sit in the sun and go out there. I force myself because sometimes I don't have the time. Um, I'm not letting things get to me as much as I used to because it's just not worth it. And um, when people get mad, um, you know, I, I try to stay away from, I know who the people are that yell and scream. Um, and uh, so I just, I, I, I kind of avoid those. Oh, you guys wanna hear a funny story? <laughs> No, I mean it. This is true. This is true life story. I know I just jump all over, but this is this is what's fun. You know what I mean? When I, I love doing my shows, but sometimes I just kind of talk with you guys and tell you what's going on. It's it's kind of cool too. So, um, you know, my wife is just like my best friend, and um, my favorite time of the day is when I leave here, get in my car, and. I walk in the door at my house 
and I shut the door and I leave the world out there. Um, that's the best thing in the whole entire world. And over the weekend, um, we just had a really fun time. Just like went to a movie, um, one of the best movie, but it was a movie that made me cry. It was about a kid with uh, cerebral palsy and my brother-in-law has it. So it's kind of close to my heart. And, um, and then, um, so this morning I do the laundry and the other day I pack my bag to go to the gym because I, I take a shower at the gym because we live out in the country. So I get my stuff out, get my pants, I pull them on and I'm going, oh shit, what, did I eat too much calzone? And I'm pulling my pants up and I, and I get them up because they're those stretchy jean material. They're Levi's, but they're the stretchy jean material. So I get them up and I button them and I'm going, holy shit. I mean, these are tight. And I'm going, when did, you know, and I could still maneuver, but my, my junk was like pretty strained. And I'm like, and it felt like there wasn't that much crotch. You know what I mean? Like, where's, where's the crotch room here? <laughs> you know, I need more crotch room. And, and then I put them on and, and then I get them on, I get my belt on it. I think, gosh, are these Kathy's? <laughs> I mean, are these my wife's Levi's? I don't know. And I, I, um, there's a guy in the gym named Jack. He's a friend of ours. And so he's standing there and, and I go, Jack, would you come and check my jeans? Would you look and see what, 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 what does it say on the label there? And he's looking at me kind of funny and other guys in the left locker room are looking kind of like, what are you doing? I, you know, I just, you know, like, sounds like I'm a, a gay dude. Check my, check my waist. And it, he says, it says 505 um, L. And I'm going, that's not what mine usually say 32, 34. How come it says Ellen? It's a smaller patch. And I said, oh my God, I think these are Kathy's work jeans. Cause she wears like a small jean, but when she has these work ones, these are old ones that she had and she goes and works in them. And that's what she works at. And so what she had done is thrown her jeans in with my stuff. I washed them, dried them and went, oh, here's my jeans. I'll just throw them in my bag and get them in there. <laughs> so, so here I am in my wife's jeans in her Levi's and I'm in the car and I'm sitting in the seat and I'm getting ready to drive. So I get to this one point where I can either drive, turn right and go to my office or turn left and go home. And, you know, I, you, there's gentlemen out here who know what I'm talking about. When, when you have girls jeans on and you got junk in your trunk there, I'm just going, I cannot do this all day. <laughs> the boys are not going to be happy with this. And it was like, just, Oh my God. So I drove all the way home. Sure enough, take off the jeans and I look on them and it's like, yeah, they're Kathy. So I tell her and she's like in hysterics because <laughs> I'd worn her jeans to work. I was going to, I could have had them on today and shown you. Um, Pre-COVID, I learned a valuable lesson. I was going to work one morning and stopped at Starbucks to get coffee. I got up to the window and the barista says, your coffee was paid for by the car ahead of you. It just floored me. But since then, I've learned to pay it forward and off and wherever I can. No more than ever. Now more than ever, I think I feel good at night if I've done something, someone without being asked or expected to, even if it's just offering assistance in a small way. Chris, that's an awesome story. I have a, I've, I've had somebody buy me coffee twice um, that I don't, you know, don't know. They just said, oh, they said they knew you came in here and they wanted to thank you for taking a stand for people. And so they bought your coffee for you because they know I go in there, said next time Rick comes in, do that. So. Um, 
thought that was pretty cool, you know? And here's Harry, he says, here's public availability information, go to the site, put in your address, and they'll show you the information on your ballot for Lane County did not provide this election. Okay, and just so you know, the fact that they don't provide a, a, a voter's pamphlet is probably good. Those things are shit. That's just propaganda. And they give you one little sentence about what it is, and then all the rest is the Democrats or Republicans trying to give you their push their candidate. So, you guys, when you do this, would you please just do me a favor? When you're voting for your school boards and those things, they're small positions, but take them seriously. And they're nonpartisan positions, but there's parties pushing these people. So pick people who you think are going to do the job, not who's being pushed by a party. I mean, we have enough partisan politics in Oregon. It's time to stop and stop electing people based on what party they belong to. Um, you know, it's like food. The more you shove down my throat, the more I'm going to regurgitate it. Um, we just can't do that. Uh, oh, I missed you, Alicia. Here's um, went to Idaho, Coeur d'Alene, went to Silver, no mask targets, no mask, unless they felt they needed it. I support that. Yeah, I think we're starting to wane. I think it's waning down. Um, but, but I liked what, like Chris was saying there is, um, maybe what we should do is, you know, like learn to learn to, to, um, I want to say manipulate, but what is it to regulate, learn to regulate our own hormones. And I'm not talking about testosterone, gentlemen, <laughs> you already know you need to regulate that one. I'm talking about maybe we need to regulate our serotonin and find out how you get more serotonin because that relaxes you. How um, cortisol, how do we manage our cortisol better, which is going to be from anxiety and stress. So we know how to take stress out of our, here's the interesting thing. Um, this is, and, and this isn't like to blame anybody, um, but this is all stuff we should have been doing a long time ago. You know, I mean, we are the most obese nation in the world. Um, people from Asia um, look at us and think, what a bunch of fat people. I mean, Americans are pretty obese and it caught up with us with this because most people getting COVID are, are overweight, which isn't a judgment call. It's just saying these are facts. Um, we're not healthy. We don't eat well as a nation. So maybe that's something we can get out of this is say, you know, here's some stuff we can do. Um, hey, Scott, how are you doing? And maybe that's something that we positive that we can bring to the picture is saying, um, you know, I can take charge of some of the things in my life. I can't completely prevent myself from getting COVID, but there are things that I can do uh, to work on it. And um, but don't forget about it. It's not just about washing hands and wearing a mask and hiding. Um, I, th I think what's interesting about this and i'm going to say this and this will probably be the thing that everybody grabs onto because they have to but I, I just don't care anymore but this is what i feel is it's like i think it's so easy to mask a problem it's so easy to just stay away from people it's so easy to um um well you know to do those things and then you don't have to focus on the major things like for years i've been harping on men you know, you go to the bathroom, you touch your pecker, and then you don't wash your hands when you leave the bathroom. Because, I mean, I can stand in the bathroom and, and watch, and that's what happens. So maybe now we're starting to learn that not only because of COVID, but because other people don't want your penis germs on their hands when they shake your hand. <laughs> you, know? I mean, you know, hey, how you doing, Rick? Well, I got to touch more of me than I thought I was going to. Um, 
you know, we should have been washing our hands all this time. We should have been watching what we eat. Um, and then we don't have to hide from things, but we, it's so easy to put, put a cover over it or distance it rather than doing the hard thing. Why, why didn't the government come out and say, listen, we need to eat better. We need to reduce our, you know, get, get our body fat down. Um, you know, one of the things that prevents or helps your immunity is vitamin D, right? Well, if you're obese, vitamin D goes into your fat. It doesn't go into your bloodstream where you need it. So we, we need, you know, this is what the message should be from the government. And if anybody that lives over the 35th parallel, you do not get enough vitamin D. So you need to be supplementing. So supplement your vitamin D because it's, it's like a hormone and do some of these things. And that's the good things we can learn from this. And again, I'm not blaming people. I'm not saying because my mother was super heavy. I have a lot of compassion for people with weight issues because it's not about just about um, it's about pain. Um, it's not something they can just change. It takes work, lots of work. And, but we as a culture, you know, when I first, when they first started shutting down places like Northwest Burger that has healthy ground beef, I mean, healthy everyday ground beef. And then you see the fast food places where there's a line a mile long because you can still get in there. Why was the government allowing that to be the go-to for food? Um, you know, I mean, those kind of things, I think that stuff matters, right? The city of Eugene is allowing homelessness authorized and unauthorized behind my kid's school. I'm less worried about that one than the being run by CCs and St. Vinny's than others. Um, it, Danielle, it's, it's very much a problem in our community. And it's another one of those that if you say anything, um, you're going to get people hating you. But I think, you know what I'm learning? Doesn't really matter. Um, it's our community too. We all live here. I think we have to be firm and kind about it, but I think there's things that we need to be working on uh, to make sure that these folks are not, I think that's just horrible to let them have to sit there and live like that. So we need to find solutions to that. But um, usually what we do is we go to the feeling thing first rather than responsibility and liability. Maybe we should just wear masks in the grocery store and around the food that goes into our mouse. Then when we get out of the store, rip them off and maybe before we shop, we should wash our hands. You know, Corey, that's, a, that's an idea too. And here's the thing. Why can't we just do that ourselves? I mean, I don't need the government to tell me what to do. <laughs> I don't. I can. You came up with a great idea. I hadn't thought of that. But people can do that um, if you're in a situation. Um, and I think people, if you leave them alone, they can make good choices. But obviously, the uh, current governor doesn't. Uh, she thinks she has to uh, um, manage us, which is just horseshit. Uh, like our upside down food pyramid. <laughs> well, exactly. I mean, if you guys really wanted, if you're like, I, I, I totally understand um, weight issues. Um, not myself personally, but my, most of my family has those. Um, my mom and my sisters and stuff. And if you knock sugar and, and reduce your carbohydrates, you can't take all your carbohydrates out, but pick the ones you need and eat fewer of them. Like when I go out and like yesterday, I went and had, um, they had elk burgers um, up at, Belknap Hot Springs. And so I asked the, um, uh, the Harbex, I said, hey, can you make that elk burger in a wrap? Because they have wraps on the menu. And they went, sure. It was delicious. So I had a wrap. I had the hamburger, but I didn't have all that bun because I don't need all that bun. Um, so I had a in, a in a tortilla shell. 
Um, I use honey in my coffee or that mung fruit, whatever it is. Um, so then I'm not doing the sugar thing. Hey, Eric, COVID is going to be around from now on. Get as healthy as you can, exercise and eat right, drink a lot of water, take vitamin D in the winter, try not to get upset all the time about everything. <laughs> Dr. Johnson has spoken. I, I, and I'm not making fun of you, Eric. Yeah, I agree. I agree. We need to increase our veggies and fruits categories, not our processed carb categories. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, uh, what, was, what would say a better vitamin D shot or a supplement be? Can be confusing. Yeah, vitamin D shots, you can supplement on your own or you can go get shots. Any lab test now, my client, they'll do it and they'll test you. You know, for the thing that I did, I went in and got tested and said, is my vitamin D low? And I was marginal. So then I just supplement with a pill. Um, and that's one of the things you can do. Um, but yeah, they'll test you and tell you what your level is. So you kind of know what to do because you don't want to overdo it, but you do want to do it. Hey, Mark, I was throwing out your name earlier. Um, this is Mark. And he also has done some interviews. Mark, could you post a link to the interviews you've done with uh, school board members, um, people running for office, and put that in the comment section here? That's one of the things we talked about earlier. And I know somebody called me today and gave me your name, um, that you've been doing that. And my daughter's soccer this fast, and I took off my mask and told parents around I could really breathe anymore. Taking off, they all accepted it. One mom pulled her child away from me. I apologize. She said she was more concerned about me. I informed her I was vaccinated. Um, yeah, I, you know, I think at some point we just have to do what we have to do. Um, I don't care what they think about me, but there is still nothing being done. I'm okay with people trying to better themselves. I want them to get better. I don't want the people who make good choices there. Can't make good choices there. Better. I, I got what you were saying. Hey, Nora, organic produce should not be as hard to get as it is in rural America. It costs too much. It does cost too much. I don't, I don't, I don't do organic because I can't afford it. Um, you know, just what it is. Love elk. My son gets us elk. I love elk. Same on Spotify. Okay. So you guys, there's where Mark is. Molina Leadership Solutions on Facebook. That's the page. Or also you can go to Spotify and he has it on a podcast. So you can uh, listen to and, and uh, some of the candidates running for Springfield and Eugene Mark, or is that just Springfield? If her daughter had been exposed, she shouldn't have been out like that. Um, Mark, it's been years. Hope you are well. Oh, oh, you guys are all media. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm here helping you all get together. So um, anyway, I got to go because I got to get some stuff done. And then we will be back at, um, at, at five o'clock. And we're gonna have a really fun show again. For those who just came on, we're gonna be at the new Main Street uh, Tavern on Main Street in Springfield, and introduce to the owners, show you the place. It's it's gorgeous. I mean, it's like a it's a game changer for downtown Springfield, um, and you are gonna love it. It's absolutely beautiful. And so that's coming at six or five, <laughs> and then uh, David Lovell, who owns uh, he and his business partners owned much of downtown that area. They just bought the sewing center. And um, they're going to do some renovation going up and making something really cool out of it. Uh, so watch that and uh, see what's happening there. Um, the other thing you guys can do is share these on your page so other people might want to watch them. Helps, helps our business, helps our clients. This one's not sponsored by anybody. This is just me, uh, but it still helps uh, with what we're doing. Share it on somebody's page and you never know. Maybe somebody will watch it and say, you know what? I want to change my world today. I don't have to eat like this. I don't have to be like this. I don't have to be angry. I don't have to be upset. I don't have to be 
negative. Um, and again, I want to make sure that um, people understand. I don't think negative means that we're always doing only things that are easy. Um, there's a lot of things that are not positive that we have to talk about. And I think there's a lot of people <clears throat> out in the world who will use anything they can to stick in your face and shove you in the mud. Um, but you know, when I was a little boy, that happened to me enough. And at some point in my life, I realized <clears throat> I had a voice and you do too. And my mission in life is to make sure that the voiceless are heard. And sometimes that means you get shit on. I hope you leave this up so I can go to the website. Someone <clears throat> shared about the candidates. Oh, Chris and I will never take this down though. This will be on there. And if you ever have trouble um, finding it on Facebook, cause you know, Facebook just feeds it through you guys. You always, every show is on my YouTube channel, which is Rick Dancer. It's also Rick Dancer. And everything is in the live section. You can go in and everyone is in order all the way down. Um, unless I do them off campus like tonight, then that'll be in a different section, but it'll all be on YouTube. So you can link to that. It's just, um, if you want to share it to somebody and get an audience of people, don't share it from YouTube because Facebook and YouTube don't like each other and they don't play nice. <clears throat> all right. All right, you guys. Um, thanks for, uh, kind of tuning in and, uh, watching what's going on and we'll see you tonight, uh, over at the, the tavern. All right. Have a good day. See you in a couple hours.